For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. You're listening to Daybreak. There's a lot going on in Congress this week, but what does it all mean? Today, we'll break it down for you. It's Tuesday, September 28th. On Monday, the Senate failed to pass a bill that would fund the federal government and raise the national debt ceiling. This could lead to a government shutdown at the end of the week, unless a separate funding agreement can be reached by that time. Because the U.S. government spends more money than it raises, it needs to borrow more money to cover this gap when paying its bills. The federal debt ceiling sets an upper limit on this borrowing. Whenever the government is unable to pay for its expenses within the existing ceiling, the Department of the Treasury must ask Congress to raise it. Following tax cuts under the Trump administration and large government spending packages passed during the pandemic, the U.S. needs to raise the ceiling once again. Failure to do so by mid-October could result in the U.S. defaulting on its debt for the first time in history, potentially plunging the country into an economic recession while rocking global markets like never before. Though funding for some agencies will run out if no resolution is reached by Thursday night of this week, Senate Republicans refused to collaborate with Democrats on passing a stopgap bill known as a continuing resolution to fund the government through December 3rd, just last night. This continuing resolution contained a provision that would raise the debt ceiling, however, and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said that Republicans would vote yes on extending funding if that provision were taken out. The GOP is opposed to raising the debt ceiling for fear of allowing several Democratic policies to be funded with the increased spending. Now, Democrats plan to sidestep the Republican opposition by including the raising of the debt ceiling in a budget reconciliation bill, which the Senate would be able to pass without Republican support, provided that all 50 Democrats vote yes. On the other side of the Capitol, Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced Sunday evening that the House would vote on the Senate's $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure package. The bill includes funding for roads and bridges, broadband accessibility, airport upgrades, and more. However, Pelosi has not yet announced a date for a vote on the larger Build Back Better budget resolution. This $3.5 trillion plan includes money for education and workforce development, child care, housing affordability, and clean energy investments. In short, a lot of the things Democrats wanted in the infrastructure bill that were left out in the bipartisan attempt. Three members of the House Progressive Caucus published an opinion piece for CNN stating that they would not vote for the bipartisan infrastructure bill unless all $3.5 trillion of the Build Back Better agenda is passed at the same time. Over the course of Monday afternoon, several other progressive members of Congress expressed the same sentiment. Pelosi has previously stated that the final figure on the bill would be below that $3.5 trillion mark, setting up a conflict within the Democratic Party and, as a result, the House at large. Currently, the Democrats hold an eight-seat advantage over the Republicans in that chamber. Because a tie vote in the House results in the motion failing, Pelosi can only pass a bill if three or fewer Democrats oppose it. As of the time of recording, at least six progressive Democrats have announced their opposition to the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Today, expect a high in the mid-70s, with temperatures dropping to the 40s in the evening. Gusty winds and thunderstorms are likely in the afternoon. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Eli Costa and myself, with sound engineered by myself, and produced under the 145th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. Have a wonderful day.